Okay, really. Can one overdose on Buddhist theory and Dhamma? It seems to me that most benefits come from meditation once the Buddhist basics are understood. Hmm. Yes, well, if you re if you heard the watch the latest video on my channel, my uh, our venerable teacher uh, brought up a very good point, and that is that there are two ways of study. There is studying from beginning to end, and they call the andap, which means in order. And then there's the studying doi sandot, which means with sandot means contentment, santuti, which means just enough. So there are two ways to study. If you if you want to study, uh, learn the whole of the Buddha's teaching, or if you want to, to, to really study, then you have to learn, really memorize as much as you can. If you can memorize the whole of the three tipitikas, three pitikas, uh, then you memorize all three of them. If you can memorize one, then you memorize one, and you discuss it, and you, you, you analyze it, and so on. But... Uh, what he made clear is that for the meditation practice, all you need is the, for example, the four satipatthana. If you can learn the four satipatthana, that's enough. So the point being that in Buddhism, there is no requirement that you study all of the Buddhist teaching. And in fact, if you start studying the Buddhist teaching, you, you can see that. And I think it's difficult, especially as a practical meditator, to miss that, that the Buddha didn't teach the Tipitaka to anyone, right? He didn't say, okay, now we're going to start with the Vinaya Pitika, sit down and hold on to your hats, we got a six-month course or you know, a five-year course, how long would it take to teach the whole Tipitika? He taught one sutta, and this is the joke, I was joking, I say, okay, and from now on what we're going to do is I'm going to give one Dhamma talk, and you have to memorize that Dhamma talk, and that's your Dhamma talk, and become enlightened on that. Because everyone's saying, where's the next video, where's the next video, and that's, if you read the suttas, you see that, oh, the Buddha would give one, one often one discourse would be enough and they'd take that discourse away and become enlightened based on it. Now, we obviously don't expect that, but we do expect that um, you focus more on, on the practice. Now, with an exception, Mahasi Sayadaw makes a really good point that I think is, is worth bringing up, is that, as he says, if you want to go it alone, if you don't have a teacher, if you don't have the opportunity to undertake a course where someone, by teacher means where you undertake a course with someone who is daily adjusting your practice and catching you when you, and and, and um, adjusting your understanding and, and pushing you back on track, when you're getting too overconfident to pull you back, when you're getting too underconfident or, or um, what's the word, skeptical or... or or unsure of yourself to to encourage you to to push you forward when you get off track to keep to pull you back on track when you're on track to keep you on track these are the four duties of a teacher if you have someone like that then all you need is the bare bare minimum of theory if you can memorize the four satipatthanas what are the four foundations of mindfulness then that's more than enough. Some people don't even do this. They think they can go and meditate and don't do this. You need to memorize at least, for example, the four foundations of mindfulness. If you're practicing mindfulness, everyone should memorize these four things. It's four words, body, feelings, mind, dhamma. If you can memorize those four words, that's by my teacher's word and I'm standing by him, that's enough theory. If you want to go it alone, on the other hand, as Mahasi Sayada says, then you've got your work cut out for you. Then you really have to learn the whole of the Tipitaka. You're, you have to have everything because you've got to be ready to catch absolutely everything that might go wrong.
I mean, maybe that's overkill, not the whole Tipitaka. But you have to memorize, you have to know quite a bit. Uh, this is how Mahasi Saida puts it, and I think that's fair. That without a teacher, in order to not get distracted, you need a lot of theory. Um, that can be gained from... You could get a halfway from reading books on meditation. You know, they have commentaries, modern commentaries, modern meditation teachers, like someone's mentioning Buddha Dasa has the handbook for mankind. You can follow that handbook and consider that to be a, you know, a, a middle ground where it's kind of uh, a teacher, but uh, you know, it, it, it's a little bit more theoretical uh, to to hopefully keep you in the realm or in the the realm of right practice. Um, you said everything there is to say about right. that question. The, the the other aspect of the question is uh, in regards to the benefits, because w w if you ask what are the benefits to Buddhist theory and 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 study uh, versus the the benefits of practice, I mean, well, there's not much to say. No, it, it, the, uh, it's quite clear that the if you eat the food, you you get full. No, if you just sit there looking at the menu. You don't get anything, but it's true. No, m many people will start dhamma groups just to study and just to discuss and just to um, just to go over the texts and revel in the the, the profundity of them. Maybe even philosophizing and uh, trying to relate them back to one's own life in a very intellectual manner. There, there, are, there are dhamma dhamma groups around the world that do that, and think that they're getting real benefit from it. They feel like it's really enriching their lives and that they are active Buddhists. These kind of people get amazed when they come to actually practice intensive meditation and they, 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 they say, oh, so this is what impermanence means. <laughs> it's not just about, I was young once and now I'm old, or, or yeah, yesterday uh, was different from today, or wow, the next moment, who knows what's going to come. Maybe I'll break a leg or maybe I'll get run over by a car or so on. No, they can see moment to moment um, the, the the development of of insight. Mahasi Saida makes another good point about this. He says uh, some people say, "Well, couldn't you just study the sixteen stages of knowledge?" Like he he teaches based on this commentary that goes through the sixteen stages of knowledge. Couldn't you just teach in, in a study course these 16 stages of knowledge and, and talk to your students about it and say, okay, so now we're at the first stage. Let's look at our body and, and say, is this body? Yes, this is body. Is this mind? Yes, this is mind. Okay, now we're at the first stage of knowledge. And the second one, and Mahasi Sayadi even entertains it. He says, I could, I could go with that. If they want to say this, I could go with that if they could say that they're developing the right, they're developing right concentration. And it's clear that they don't have right concentration because they're looking at the body and saying, "Yes, that's body," and they're looking at the mind and saying, "That's yes, that's mind." But they don't have the concentration that allows the mind to really and truly see that this is body, that this is mind, and to be able to separate them out. So th th this is the, the the categorical difference. For most people, this is if you've studied Buddhism, you can see how critical the Buddha is of of monks who just study. But for some people. They, they they don't real they don't realize the difference between for example watching all of my YouTube videos and 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 watching one of the YouTube videos as that's how how to practice meditation and actually meditating according to that it's it's quite different it's a lot easier to watch hours and hours of YouTube videos than it is to even do 
one hour of meditation practice and um, for that reason the benefit is 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 on a whole other level as well what you gain from it um, there uh, is a story about uh, monks uh, there was an older monk who just meditated and didn't study any any Dharma and uh, other monks scolded him for that and um, he said well I'm old so I prefer to meditate and then they they told the the Buddha this monk is not studying <laughs> he should study the Dhamma and, and um, the Buddha said as far as I remember that's fine for him just to meditate and um, there's several stories similar to that. One of them even says, this is my son, who are you? The <laughs> 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 meaning of this, because one of them was an arahan. No, the one who had actually meditated was an arahan. And the one who studied was still a worldling. So it's basically, who are you to talk to my son that way? <laughs> because the son means someone who has actually inherited his, his the Buddha's fortune, the Buddha's treasure. Hmm?